Good day, my beautiful people. This is your host, Celine, and I am happy to be back recording. Today, I am on the line with the homie Q, and I do apologize for the muffled sound. I hope that you are able to make out uh, what I am saying on the episode and our conversation. I made the mistake of plugging in the Bluetooth uh, lesson learned. It will not happen again, but um, I hope that, again, you're able to make out our conversation on the episode and enjoy the episode. Until next time, ciao. Okay, Jimmy. I hear you. What's okay. time? <laughs> Can you hear me? I'm, I'm glad you're trying to get tech savvy. <laughs> Whatever. No, I'm <laughs> I don't like that. Right no, okay. But, um, yeah, <laughs> all right, I'm just going Greetings, everyone. This is Seeker and I am back from my IHS. I think it's been about, what, March, April, May, June, about five months or so since I last recorded. So, welcome back to the Media Lounge. I am not alone. I got my homie from the Wise Podcast on the line. You, gracias for joining the podcast today. I appreciate you coming on. No, thank you. Thank you. The pleasure is all. Yeah. And just to give everyone a little history, you and I both attended Taft High School. So shout out to everyone from Taft. I know that you may still have like some friends on social media, I'm sure, who attended high school, as do I. Mm -hmm. So we're still connected to some of the folks here. So shout out to everyone over there. Indeed. How are you doing today? I'm well. I'm well. Just got to finish uh, grilling up some salmon on, on the cedar wood planks. So I had uh -huh. some sal salmon and uh, asparagus for dinner. Nice. Very, mm -hmm. very nice. That's healthy. Yeah. yeah what's so, going on on your end? On my end. <coughs> I am on my third sangria. So I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> And I kind of regret it. I'm like, why did I have like three sangrias before recording this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but whatever. So I'm trying. Oh, no, it's, a, it's all right, man. Enjoy your enjoy life, man. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Absolutely. I I've been off since like what? I was off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and today. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, you know, I was feeling a little sluggish earlier. I don't know why. I think I don't think that I've been eating as good as I should be. So yeah, I yeah. buy my like, carrots and my celery. Uh, it's pretty much everything that I need to choose because I think I need to get back on juicing. I do need to um, get my key moss. Um, and what else do I need to do? My wheatgrass. And I haven't worked out yeah. for like four days. So I'm really feeling like, eh, not the best, you know? But it is yeah. what it is. A new day and we'll start in it right yeah that's funny right how how when, when you we've been eating the wrong foods for so long and then it's like when you go to a healthier lifestyle and then you kind of regress backwards how quick you feel it yeah mm -hmm. seriously it's been like four days and i'm like <clears throat> like shutting down over here i'm like <laughs> wow <laughs> i'm yeah. really feeling good but like i said tomorrow's a new day so it's mm -hmm. awesome so how was your weekend Oh, it was cool, man. Very relaxing. Didn't do too much. I um, I made it a goal this summer to bike ride uh along the lakefront. So that's what I did. I took my bike, went down, parked at like Irvin Park, and then just rode my bike up and down the lake for the first time 
Oh, okay. Shit. I mean, shoot, since I had my bike. And that, that's always been something I want to do. Of course, I try to get a bunch of people to come with me, and they flake out at the last minute. So I went solo dolo and still had a great time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I like your bike right over there. So, yeah, um, I mean, it, it was, man, it was kind of like, man, therapeutic to me. Because, you know, you, oh, even though it, it was, it's, of course, it was super crowded out there, but it was just still something that I wanted to do. And I'm, I'm just glad I, I accomplished that. You know, it's, it's not probably not, not that major to a lot of people, but I'm like, hey, I'm going to do it because this is something I've been wanting to do. <laughs> It's a big deal. So now, do you go bike riding like every weekend or? How long? <clears throat> no, man. This is uh, my first time bike riding this summer. Uh, like when I first, what made me get my bike is that um, me and my friends we went on like um, he had a few extra bikes. So me, him, and another one of my friends we went like uh, brewery hopping on bikes. And it's like, man, I had so much fun doing. It. I'm like, man, I, it's time for me to buy a bike. I haven't had a a bike since probably high school. So yeah. I bought the bike, and then, uh, and then too, it actually came in handy during COVID too, because you know it wasn't that much to do. So I was bike riding a lot during COVID. Okay, that's dope. Mm-hmm. That's something that I need to get is a new bike. I have like a little motorbike, but I don't really like that. And to be honest, when was the last time I actually had a new bike? I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. It must have been like last year, maybe last year. I don't. Yeah, I think maybe last year my daughter made me go for like <laughs> last year, if that was a. Um, I think it was, but I don't think it was even my bike. I think I used my other daughter's bike. But in any event, I need my own new bike. You know? <laughs> yeah, for but, sure. And that's um, definitely one of them, one of those uh, exercises that you know you don't forget how to do it. But when you don't do it a long time, the next day you will feel it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's not it's not so much my legs, but my now the guys are on fire. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> but. Um, before we dive in, and because it's been a while since, you know, I've recorded a podcast, um, I did have some announcements, or in, rather, I want to show some love to a few people. Uh, my daughter, who turned 21 this past weekend, and, nice, um, nice. yeah, I know. And so I had her actually go buy me the sangria today, because she's 21 now. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> Store yeah. once. You know how convenient that is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, hey, pick up a sangria for me. So that was awesome. It's kind of dangerous. But yeah, because I hate to get out the house, you know, right, unless I'm right. going somewhere. So she was able to pick that up. Great. <clears throat> My baby girl who graduated eighth grade and will soon start high school. Nice. Baby. Yeah. It's kind of scary. But at the same time, you know. I am embracing being a young mom of like some young adults pretty much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My son, who released his first single, uh, Johnny, it's called Fire in the Booth. You can stream that single and subscribe to his Spotify or YouTube, which is J-N-I. He's got another one in the works, and I'll be sure to promote that on the podcast and social media. So stay on the lookout for that. And lastly, the lovey, my girlfriend, Joanna, who is getting married to the love of her life. She'll be getting married in February. She's having a destination wedding in Cabo San Lucas, and I am a bridesmaid, so we're so excited about that. Nice, nice. Congratulations to her. Yeah, so just all good stuff, you know. But, um, okay, let's dive in. We were talking a little bit about music. Well, my son's a little single, but mm-hmm. I know that you 
stay listening to music. Um, mm-hmm. What is new with music? I know you sent me an album to listen to. Of course, and... you didn't listen to it. No, I listened to some of the songs. I did. It's, I on, it's only six songs. <laughs> I listened to some of them. Oh, so Lord. It kind of gave me some, like, Miguel vibe. Oh, yeah, you think so? I think so, yeah, from what I listened mm-hmm. to. Yeah, like- yeah, he's um he's very smooth, man. Um, uh, for those that don't know, we're talking about um, Omar Xavier. He's a mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't know what you could kind of categorize him in. Is it kind of like uh, yeah, Miguel fits, but then like I don't know what that style is. It's kind of like uh, R and B with like kind of hip hop uh melodies in the background, mm-hmm. like as production wise. Right. But yeah, he he's he to me he's really dope. I've been on him for a few years now. So he's really good. Um, <clears throat> for those that don't know, there's another dope uh, hip hop artist out there named J. Period R. So it's uh, spelled J. Dot and then A with three R's. He has a new um, album out. Well, he dropped a couple albums so far this year, but he has a new album out called Hoop Dreams Two, which is really, um, really, really good too. It's an EP, and it's like um, it's, it's hit real hip hop with um, like lyrics and messaging all into it. And I, I think he's really dope right now, too. Okay, so he's like a rapper, <clears throat> did you say? Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. And what did you yeah. say? His name is J-R. J-R, yeah. And then you just put a period between the, the J and the R. Oh, okay, I gotta listen to him. I, you know, I love listening to new music, new artists. So. Yeah, yeah, because okay. I'm kind of on that. I'm, I've been on that way for a few years now, like, I listen to some mainstream stuff, but I do really prefer mainly the underground people a little more because they they're making the music that they really want to make. They didn't conform to the industry, so it's like you're still getting some good hip hop, some good pure music that they really want to make. So I've really been gravitating to more underground artists over these probably like last five years. Yeah, yeah, you're making mm-hmm. that. You're right about that. What mainstream artists are you listening to now? If any? Well, still, still bumping Kendrick, of course. Like, um, I know that album isn't for everybody, but I really like. The more I listen to it, the more I like it because the messages in it, the messages that are in the album. I mean, I like this. I think I'm, I probably like the second half better because the second okay. half is the Mr. Morale portion of the. Uh, okay, not sure what happened. The way that doing it, the way we're doing it, for some reason, I got to keep my my phone on. And I think if I let it, if I let it time out, screen time out, I think it um locks me out. Ah, all right. Yeah, but yeah, um, the Kendrick, the Kendrick album is still really good. Have you had a chance to check that out? I have not. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah it is it, definitely one of them albums that um you it's not one of those first listen albums that you may not like it because like the first time I listened to it, I listened to it in the car on my way to work. And I was like, oh man, he let me down. So then I let I left it alone for a few hours. And then um, when I was at my desk, I'm like, you know what? Let me, because he's one of my favorite artists. So I'm like, let me let me listen to it with just at my desk with some headphones on. And then as I'm listening to it with my headphones on, it really started hitting different. <laughs> I'm like, oh now now I get it. So okay. I don't know. It's, it's like it's not ride around music because you okay. know his his stuff is always conceptual and all the messages that's in it. But yeah, the more and more I listen to it now, I, I like it. Like he, he talks about therapy and um, he, he talks about um, the um, transgender community because uh, he has a song called, I think it's called Auntie Diaries, where he's like pretty much saying how 
his his auntie is a man now, and then he has a cousin that's a a, a girl now. So it's like, it, yeah, it's, it's like he got some deep messaging on there, and even like about like how we grow up as a man with our fathers, and like it's called father time, and it's just pretty much saying how he had to grow up rough because if you don't, then so yeah yeah it's really good so i would say check it out if you got some time it's a it's a long listen though yeah no definitely i'll probably check it out <clears throat> i am in the office tomorrow and when i'm in the office i listen to like music and podcasts mm-hmm. uh so tomorrow i'll get that opportunity to listen to it. and after you know i'm i don't even know why i haven't listened to it i just maybe haven't even been like in the mood because mm-hmm. i was have Kendrick to drop something i'm like it's mm-hmm. been forever and then you know it came and i just like I didn't even, I wasn't even able to listen to it. I don't know why. Maybe I've been listening to other crazy stuff, you know, like mm, that's that money bag. Hey, but that's, that, the thing is, even with them, like, I do like it. The thing is, I, I got to hear a song first. So when they drop, I, I don't automatically go and be like, oh, let me listen to Money Bag, yo, or let me listen to um, who uh, whoever else comes out there with kind of raps like that. So I, I, I got to hear a song first for me to even like, oh, let me check them out and let me check their album out. Because, you know, that's not really too much what I gravitate to on a regular basis, but I, I like it though, because it, it is catchy. Yeah, it is. And like you say, it's that type of, like, I know you said Kendrick isn't, but it's that right around music. Mm-hmm. You know, like exactly. when I'm going out or I'm getting ready, like I do like to listen to them, but then at the same time, it depends on the mood. I love the Snow Allegra, you know, mm-hmm. I love the Claudio. I, I do like a different mm-hmm. type of music. So it just depends what I'm in the mood for, but I'll take a listen for sure. Yeah, when you uh, when you when you're sipping your wine, that's when you get on your Sabrina Claudio. When you drink a sangria, you get into your money bag, yo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know what? Money bag is like when I'm about to go work out okay. before I go to my CrossFit or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's that. Yeah, yeah that's the perfect music for it too. Absolutely, and then. When they play it, like in CrossFit, oh my goodness, that workout in boxing, forget about it. I'm like, yeah. and that those are like the best workouts, you know? Yeah, for um, sure. But um, yeah, so since we're on the topic of music, uh, Dupree, Do It All Kelly from the Good Lords of the Underground was, I guess he, he did run for office, right? Mm-hmm. And he got selected as councilman on July 1st of this year. And after winning New Jersey City Council seat, um, he did talk about, I guess, a conversation that he had with Tupac about 25 years ago, where they kind of discussed where uh, about them coming back to create nonprofits and um, opportunities for the youth, right? And which it looks mm-hmm. like came back to that, which is the great i think like he's really living up to his name he's doing that he's doing music i think he just dropped an album as well mm-hmm. and for me i love it what he, because you know that celebrities have like such a great influence on the youth and just like mm-hmm. people in general so when they're doing things like this i think it's pretty dope to see that when they're doing things out <coughs> music and entertainment and they're giving back to their community yeah, I agree with that for sure. Because you can't, um, you can't be one of those people that talk a good game and then you don't do anything. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely like what he's doing, and I applaud that. Like that's what we all should strive to do. Like when you really want to change the situation, or you really want to, 
make your neighborhood better, you you got you can't just sit there and complain. You got to get out there and do something if you really want to make a change happen. And I'm glad that he decides to do that. And like you said, he the thing that him and Tupac talked about, like he's actually starting to live it out, which is really dope. Yeah, yep. He did receive endorsements from Latifah, Eric, Naughty by Nature, uh, mm-hmm. Damon Dash, and other celebrities, which um, of course is expected. So I thought that was pretty dope um, to read about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? I mean, they they let Jesse Ventura be what was he the governor or something of Minnesota? Then you got the the governor in California, if you're going to let these people be it, you know, you might as well elect somebody that might have uh, your best interest. <laughs> Did you say the governor? Yeah, that's what they was calling him. Remember, they was calling Arnold, Arnold the governor? Yeah. Is that what they were calling him? That's hilarious. I forgot. Yeah, that's calling him the governor. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they have the influence. They have the platform. So mm-hmm. why not? Um, yeah. yeah, so pretty dope. Uh, in other entertainment news, um, Shanka Dikiri, I believe that's how you pronounce her name, the same hound dog in the Elvis movie, was found dead on July 21st. She was 44, had two young children, and the cause of death is unknown. It was her first big role, and she played Big Mama Thornton um, in the Elvis movie. She did amazing. She just sang her heart out. Um, it was pretty dope. Have you watched the Elvis movie? No, I have not seen it. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna wait for it to come on um, this uh, streaming app that I have. Once it comes on there, I'll, I'll give it a check out because I was interested in watching it. Actually, the trailer kind of made me like it because I, I already knew about like his influences and what made him want to do it. But it, to see it on screen, like I, I'm like, oh man, that's really dope that they give him his influencers their flowers. You know, like cause some people, us of of uh, brown and black. You know, we know kind of like the truth a little bit, but I, it's good to see that maybe now his culture could see like, yeah, you know, he did get influenced by the church. He did get influenced by soul music. And he's, you know what I'm saying? He 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 took a lot of the stuff that he seen from them and then he made it into his own. So I, I like the fact that they put that in the trailer too, or in the movie in general. Yeah, they absolutely did. And I know that people before there's been like, you know, people saying, oh, well, he stole, you know, music, mm-hmm. um, the black people. No, but he was really like, he lived in that. And, he, you know, you become a product of your environment. This is what he knew. This is what he learned. This is what he heard. This is mm-hmm. what was in him, you know. And mm-hmm. you can see that <clears throat> music. And like you said, he gave everyone his flowers. He never did. Well, at least based on the movie, which is based on true events. It was pretty, pretty dope. The only right. sad part that I will say about Elvis, and I never knew this, <coughs> I didn't know much of his history, is that this man, as him much messing with uh, him messing with young girls. Yeah, not only that, no, but him having all the fame, money in the world, he never left pretty much like the base. He never went outside of the country like he really wanted to. They had him yeah. trapped in there. And I thought that was so sad. It really, it was heartbreaking. Wow. When I watched that so movie. He, he, so he just did a lot of local stuff. He never was like really traveling and touring overseas. Exactly. Because oh, wow. his man was like some scam artist. And I don't think he even had like a passport or something. He couldn't leave. And he just felt, he 
kind of like masked it under like um what did he say it was like he didn't feel that he protected or secure enough to leave the state but it was really for his if you have to watch it it was really for his own benefit Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Once, once, uh, once I get a shot, I'm gonna definitely check it out for sure. Because okay. uh, it was funny because now that you're bringing that up, I was uh, watching one of them, uh, one of the old Ray Charles um, interviews. And I think it was, um, it might have been like an old um, ABC type interview. But mm-hmm. man, he was he was going in on Elvis because <laughs> they got with the interviewer guy. He was asking him, so what did he think or whatever. And he was like, uh, you don't want to know what I think. You know, I'll probably get in trouble if I speak my mind and this and that. And then I guess the dude kind of kept poking at him. So he finally opened up and answered the question. He was like, man, Elvis is a non-talented thief. <laughs> Ray, um, Charles, Ray Charles went in on that guy. He was definitely talented. Now, yeah. I also, um, he was in an era where maybe they spotlighted him and gave him more of the light because he was a white man. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was right. So that, I think, because there was talent all around him, but mm-hmm. I think there was favoritism there because of that. Yeah, I think, and that's the thing, right, in the industry, uh, and that's what a lot of those artists, black and brown artists faced back then, is that, you know, they they, they liked that they their talent but then it'll be when it's time to make the album cover, they don't want them on the album cover. It'll be just like some artwork or maybe a whole nother image of some other people, you know? So I guess that's kind of what rubbed in the wrong way, you know? Cause even um, if you watch a Quincy Jones doc, he was saying that he didn't even think the Beatles was, he told the Beatles and Paul McCarthy, he was like, man, you guys are not talented. Like you guys cannot sing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, it, 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 I guess it still translated well for a lot of people, but he was like, man, I would be in the studio with them. And he was like, man, they just, it, it, it took a lot of work for them to get to where they are now. Cause he was like, and they, when they was raw and young, he was like, man, they could not sing. He was like, Paul McCarthy is one of the worst things I ever heard. <laughs> wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, what is that movie on? What is it, Walk the Mile with Johnny Cash? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I think that Elvis actually got him hooked on pills. Elvis got Johnny Cash hooked on pills? Yeah, there's a part there's a part in the movie where I watched that movie. Maybe it was like three my third time watching it like a month or so ago. And Mm -hmm. I just caught that where Elvis like there was a part where Elvis is there and Elvis hands him the pill and after that he gets hooked. I never really knew that. Wow. That's crazy. I was like, wait, hold on. I said, that was Elvis giving him the pill because they introduced him in the movie. They showed who he was, you know? And as we know, that Elvis was, like, really stuck on drugs, too. But Johnny Cash actually lived for a lot longer than Elvis. <coughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, now now I got to go back and watch that movie. Right, I think right. I, I think I've seen it, but I didn't see I don't remember it like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I uh-huh. took it a lot of times to actually use wow. I'm like, wait, hold on. But see, then too, that's probably why Johnny Cash gets held up, kind of up there, because you know he had a distinct type of thing. Like, it's only one Johnny Cash, and then I think, especially in the industry, like everybody, it's nothing original. Everybody kind of 
take something from here and take something from there. You kind of make it your own. I think when it's like blatantly obvious that you're still in somebody's style, that's when they kind of get frustrated. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, did you, do you like Johnny Cash? Uh, I've heard some of his music. I even had a, t- a graphic t-shirt of him on there because he was throwing up the middle. <laughs> I've, heard oh, not, yeah. I've heard some of his music, but not enough to be like, oh, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm definitely a fan. Mm-hmm. And he was a believer, too. I think he really struggled with things that um, he was tempted with in life, but mm-hmm. he would always kind of, like, revert back to his faith, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I really did appreciate the fact that they made that known in the movie. Mm-hmm. But then wasn't his, wasn't his music dark, though? Um, I think <clears throat> though that during his dark times as well, but mm-hmm. he also did, like, praise music. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, but definitely he lived through a very dark time when he was in drugs and living the wild lifestyle that he was. Mm. You know, and yeah, that's the scary part about, like, being, you know, in the industry and being famous and having all that money, because now you have all these temptations. And you really oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 they, and they'll give it to you for free just because of who you are. Exactly. I mean, yep. as a, you know, if they were to hit me now, like I'd, I'd be totally okay because I'm just too exhausted to like party and stay out late. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but back in the twenties, it's like, yeah, that that'll be completely different, especially for like a young man. You know? I mean, but even still, it's it's like that's even that's something that's easy to say right now. But it's like if you. You you want to believe that yeah no nah, not me because at my age right now but you never know because no, you never you never you never been a, you never been part of that lifestyle had that much accessibility yeah. and that, and that much stuff that can that that's at the tip of your fingertips like that so you you never know and then you may you may not choose to do that but you know they might slip something in your drink or they might you know what I'm saying like it's it's a lot of ways for them to get you yeah 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 you're right it's it's like I feel like when I was younger, I kind of <clears throat> with different things, but now mm-hmm. I know that I'm like 41. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, really, I am good because I know how, look at, I was out this weekend. I wasn't doing anything crazy partying, you know, mm-hmm. went, um, what did I do? I went zip lining, went to a magic show, and I was just out and just having a time celebrating my daughter. And I needed like two days to just recuperate. And finally, I'm like, getting in the mindset of going back into the office tomorrow but it's just like it's my age like i just but you you're not you're not partying with steve and tyler though (laughs) (laughs) i just don't like to party like that Mm -hmm. i just don't like to party period i don't know i'm getting boring (laughs) yeah no no if i'm i'm like i well for me especially like man i think once i think i kind of got out the club phase when I turn like 25, 26, because I just got over it, man. I'm just like, it's too crowded in here. It, the drinks are overpriced. I'm tired of b- people bumping into me and waiting in line and getting to the bathroom. And, you know, yeah. they probably playing music that you really don't want to hear. And and you got to scream at the bartender for your drink. I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to scream at the bartender for your drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Like, you know, my kids can do that now. My daughter's been 21. She was over at Joey District this weekend. Mm-hmm. She had an absolutely great time. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, good for her. Like me, like I've done it. Like I've still gone out mm-hmm. to some spots, you know, during the summer just to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just doesn't hit the same anymore. Yeah, no. Like I, I prefer more like lounging type of stuff. Like you know backyard parties or like you say some stuff now if i got if i got a friend that maybe got a, a boat and we can hit lake michigan i, I yeah. just want to do something chill i don't want to be nothing where it's like i right, i'm looking around like man this ain't really my crowd these kids they they 21 25 i'm, I'm about to be 40 years old i don't belong here man. <laughs> right like some jazz music live music root man yeah. You know, yeah that's yeah fine. for sure yeah. for sure but, yeah, so um, anyway, how do we get into this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, going back to Shaka Dikiray, this was her first big role, isn't that sad? I don't know again how she died. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she had two young kids that she left behind. Now, I, I'm not really familiar with her, so when you say this is her first big role, was she any any other um? movie that just wasn't this um high budget or like i'm trying to figure out who she is Mm -hmm. i think she she was obviously an actress i don't know what other roles she played but Mm -hmm. this is obviously where you know this was her big role where she's finally playing something big where she would be seen by the world Mm -hmm. um and she obviously she was a singer as well um she did a great job in the movie and that was the success was cut short at 44. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's really sad. Yeah, um, for sure. Especially you said she's leaving behind two young kids. Mm-hmm. Which is wow. scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in other news, um, monkeypox, it has been declared. A global health emergency. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> oh my God! Here we go again. Yeah. So Yahoo declared monkeypox a global health emergency when it was just like two, three days ago, sometime over the weekend. Oh and for God. those who have been living a very rock, it's a disease caused by the monkeypox infection, and it is part of the same family that causes the smallpox. So, albeit it is a rare disease, as of eight days ago, there were over 2,500 cases reported in the U.S. New York, Illinois, and California were, of course, in the lead. They have been hit the hardest, but the disease has reached at least 44 states. I don't know, man. I don't know. Knowing that, you know, that you break out with rashes. So here's some of the symptoms, okay? So the symptoms do include fever, headache, muscle aches, backache, swollen lymph nodes, chills, exhaustion, and a rash that looks like pimples or blisters. It can be in the mouth, in the face, hands, feet, chest, genitals, or anus. And it lasts about two to four weeks. But then, yeah. too, then they say, like, you got to really be rubbing against the skin to contract it. Because I know Fauci, he even came out. He said that it's more commonly it's more commonly known for gay men to get it. So it's all, all it's just weird. Like, I, I'm not that's now COVID is one thing. Monkeypox, I'm I'm not. That's that's the one thing you're not going to get. <laughs> right. Okay. So it can be contracted by intimate contact with someone else. Yeah. I think mainly like amongst uh, the gay community or gay men rather. 
Um, so yeah, close contact with someone. Also sharing um, utensils and like spoons, cups and whatnot. So like, let's say you go and you eat in a restaurant or something like that. That's scary because people go out to eat and use those utensils all the time. Well, well, at that at that point, you know, you're really hoping that the restaurant is doing what they're supposed to do as far as cleanliness. But I mean, yeah. if that's the case, you know, you can always ask them to re- re- rewash the, the 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 silverware and bring it back to you, or hell, bring your own. But yeah, I, I'm not, I, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going for the monkey pox joint. You can keep that. I'm not. I'm not. That's not something I would be worried about. I mean, uh-huh. I worry maybe for other people, but I I know that's not something I'm getting. So. Well, that's good, but it, it it can be airborne. There are a few rare cases where it has been airborne. Just an FYI, so people know, because that's how COVID was. Am I afraid? No, because I don't like to live in fear. I really don't, and I'm not going see, to. But, but you even have to- that, that's that's confusion to me. Like, so is it not? Now you're saying that it's it, even though it's very low, that you can get it through airborne. But it's like the main way you can catch it is from like rubbing skin to skin so it's like i'm so confused when they start putting out all these symptoms and stuff right well that is the main way to contract it however Mm -hmm. it is not limited to just that Mm. you know so there are other ways to contract that disease as well so yeah whether it's airborne and the weird thing is that yeah it's supposed to be a rare disease usually found in like some different countries and rarely seen in the U.S., but it is now, you know, a global health emergency or pandemic because we're seeing it in the U.S. and we're seeing, like, thousands of cases now. Yeah, and then, too, you know, I'm not I'm not about to get, get on the whole conspiracy theory soapbox or anything, but this stuff don't seem weird, though. It's like, come on now. Now, all of a sudden, this pandemic after pandemic, like, come on, come on. Y'all, y'all in these labs playing around and releasing stuff out here for people to get. Like, this is nuts. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I am a firm believer about that because I don't think that um, it just so like happened to be, you know, I do believe that men or man rather plans these things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They call COVID a pandemic. I do believe that the monkeypox is also will maybe will be a pandemic as well. Because mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> excuse me. Are you like... What's no, going no, no. on? No, no, no. 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 I, got, I, I got, no, no. It's allergy season for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, like, um, even um, like you just said, with that, it's just weird because monkeypox is we. I'm sure that's something we've heard about like a long time ago. But now all of a sudden it's just spiking up out of nowhere. Even with um, was it Ebola? No, not Ebola. What was the one um, um, a while ago? Sorry. Uh, it started. It started with an E, I think. Yeah, Ebola, right? Isn't it Ebola? Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, Ebola, because I, I got that I was getting confused with Ebola and E. coli. But yeah, Ebola, they was trying to make that a big thing, like during uh, COVID too. And it's like, come on, man. Y'all just, y'all, I think y'all just releasing stuff out and seeing what's going what's gonna to stick to really keep people scared and not want to come outside type stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there is also a vaccine for the oh. monkey box, so they are offering that as well. <laughs> Whatever, I'm so Come over on, it. Man. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm not trying to mess up your platform, but I'm not. I'm not getting any more jabs, so you can keep the jabs. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I I don't believe in the jab. I don't have the jab. <laughs> yeah. And then the crazy part is, I'm so disappointed in myself because 
I ended up getting it because my, my job was going to start taxing us the, uh, yeah. the 50 bucks a month. So I caved in and got it. And then guess what happened right after that? The Supreme Court knocked it down. I'm like, God darn it. Yeah. Here I am. I didn't got the, the shot and all the, the two doses. And then after the first shot, I was sick as a dog. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because they say that, you know, you get this, you can get all these type of men. I got every symptom she said you go, you can catch from getting that shot. Right. Because they inject you with the antibodies. Exactly. Right? So, exactly yep. Yeah. And then to my knowledge, shoot, I, since COVID been around, I, to my knowledge, I've never even had it. Wow. Yeah. 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 That, that's wrong on every level. I know a lot of people were kind of like feeling forced to get it because of their job was mandating it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then I was like taking privileges away. Like, oh, you can't come to the gym or you can't go to the restaurant. You can't go to the, see the movies. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so wrong. And I didn't get it. Um, I, I was working from home and I was hoping like, please do not make us get this thing because I don't mm-hmm. know what we should do, you know, but exactly. who knows? Like with the monkey pox, they need to start mandating it. If it really becomes a pandemic, like, the COVID. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I hope not. But, yeah. Just That's know just know if you pop up with a bump, man. Stay yourself at home. I'm not at home unless I got to go to the office or CrossFit. Like, I have no business being outside. I am good. I don't want to touch anyone. <laughs> like, that stuff is like, keep that word at a scary, you know. Oh, oh, you might look down, you might look down at your foot and see a bump. Just know that might not be no corn. That might be a monkey pocket. <laughs> <laughs> your hands or oh. your mouth. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, you know what that is? That's monkey pox. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh my goodness! But okay, you had something on the Mississippi. Uh, police officer that was fired. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty weird, man. Um, the the Mississippi cop they got uh fired for um some recordings that came out <clears throat> that showed that he was racist, which of course you know it's not a, a crime to really be racist; it's just in, inhumane. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> he said that he killed he's killed like thirteen people and never been caught. Wow. So that that was the biggest thing. Like he <clears throat> sat there and like told on himself and was bragging about the the le- illegal things that he's done as a as a cop. At least down there, you know, Mississippi is definitely one of the probably them in Alabama, Arkansas is probably mm-hmm. one of the, the the states in the South that's still very very southern. Like it's like you go down there, you be like, oh my god, I'm I walked into a time capsule. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's not it's not surprising that something like that came out, and then there there's even another story. Uh, <clears throat> I don't remember the state, and I don't know if you have seen this pop up either. But I think it was a um a black lady that got some type of position at a at a police department, and I guess predominantly uh the staff was predominantly pretty much all white, and they end up walk they end up all resigning from the job because they they uh I guess they really didn't want to work for her, but then they were saying you know stressful work environment and all this other stuff so i thought that was pretty weird too i did see that i didn't read too much into that but yeah i saw that where was that what state was that i'm not even sure either but you know it was funny because those two things kind of came up at like the same week of each other so i thought it's pretty interesting like this is kind of weird 
Oh, that that was in North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. yeah. So and, um, more 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 southern states. Yeah, the department quits due to progressively responsible. Um, <laughs> huh? Wait, she, she was new. She was newly appointed. Is that what that was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, their two week notice because of their alleged hostile work environment. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, but it's like hostile on whose end though? Because I mean, if the predominantly staff is all white, I mean, you are y'all bumping heads? Are you trying to say it's hostile because of who just got the job? Right, exactly. She was newly appointed, so how do you even form that opinion? Or you know, like has it has it been a hostile environment, or was it just as soon as she was appointed? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those situations where the, the good old boys are like no change. Wow. And so that other top, going back to that first one you talked about, so are they going to... Uh, I think they're going to look into it more and uh, try to try to see what they can charge them with. Because, I mean, the fact that he said that he has pretty much killed 13 people and gotten away with it, I mean, you can't just look turn a blind eye on that. You can't just say, okay, you're fired. It's like, all right, well, Y'all might want to look into these this so-called 13 people he killed now. Yeah, yeah. It absolutely warrants an investigation. Do we know if all those, like, 13 people were people of color, were they white? Exactly. Did provide any of that information? Mm-hmm. And obviously for that for that to come out and for him to be recorded, he, he pissed somebody off. Yeah. You know, because he obviously he was there for so long and uh, you know how that works. People know what he was probably doing and they just turned a blind eye. But for some reason, this this time around, it's like, no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad that he was reported. That is so disgusting. And just for him to feel that he's in a position of like power and that he can get away with that, with like murder. Mm-hmm. Like really, who knows what right. might them. But exactly. I mean, didn't he say they were justified? But I mean, I'm not sure. Justified. I don't know what that means. You know, being that he's a I mean, white people are of color. I don't. Right, know. but you know, for that, especially in that type of state, you know, the whole fear for my life thing is is justified. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like wow. I say, Mississippi is a different type of southern. Like you know, yeah. it's not. It's not. It's not Atlanta. It's not Miami. It's not right. like Tennessee, Memphis, Alabama, and probably places like even Arkansas. It's like, man, that's that's South for real. See, even still yeah. to this day. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's very sad. So that is a developing story with that officer. And I'm interested to see what happens to him and if there will be any charges brought against him for I guess you can say the killing or the murder of those 13 individuals. But 13, that's a lot. Like, why yeah, would the sure. department investigate this, like, after the third, fourth person? Like, right. that is a lot of people to kill as a police officer. Yeah, that's for sure. And it makes you wonder, like, okay, like, when the whole justified thing. So, are all, is, is it him just telling on himself? Or is all 13 actually known to the police force? You know, yeah. like, is it, was it just a couple that maybe got in, in that the police force knew about? And then was he just bragging on himself and he, he actually put more bodies on himself, you know? Yeah, valid point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he probably was in his trying to be bra- braggadocious 
And like, oh, yeah, I killed 13 people and got away with it. You know how that go. Yeah, yeah. So he was being recorded, obviously, right? Mm, uh, yep. Okay, okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I think it, I think it was my, uh, predominantly uh, my, uh, black people because I think he said he killed 13 N-words. Mm. So I will have to go back and double check that. So don't fact check me. But from from the clip I seen, I think that's what the headline said that I killed. His quotes is that I killed thirteen N words. Oh wow! Yeah, that yeah. needs to be investigated. Yeah. You how how nasty is that? Man, I don't know, man. Hey, it's still exists. No. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I never. I'm never gonna understand it ever. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's a learned behavior, and it's something that's been passed down from generation yeah. to generation. You do see some children that go against what their parents were trying to teach them, or what their parents believed in when it comes to that. But for the most case, a lot of this stuff is just learned behavior, and it's just cons- consistently being passed down over generation, and until they stop teaching their kids on how, and it's not just them, it's other cultures too. Until pa- parents start teaching their children to hate other nationalities and cultures, then, you know, this this type of stuff is not going to go anywhere. Yeah, sadly so. Um, yeah, that, that's rather sad. You know, mm-hmm. behavior. Um, yeah, I hate to see things like that. And it's like, you see it every day, but it's like people just are so hateful you know, um, you know, like what we see, the mass shootings all the time, whether even if it's not just like, you know, like a racial thing, like a race thing where they're, um, you know, just killing black folks or Latinos, but just like mass shootings, killing the innocent children. Like what drives you to that point? Like you have so much hate in your heart to mm-hmm of other color to you know just be upset at the world that you feel like you need to kill everyone look at what happened in highland park yeah that was people like how many people died do you remember in that shooting no i'm not i'm not sure i know a lot of people got hurt uh i'm not sure how many actually got murdered that day but it's like man you got you a different type of individual to start just killing and shooting people you don't know people that didn't do nothing to you yeah, and I would have never expected it to happen in Highland Park. They have like the most beautiful beach, Rosewood Beach over there that I go to every year. You know, that's where Michael Jordan has his house that is still for sale, I think. It's been for sale yeah. Yeah, for a decade. Yeah, yeah. here's Bueller's Day Off. You know, that um, the house that they filmed in is over there. Home Alone yeah. house over there. It's just a yeah. beautiful area, beautiful neighborhood, the Ravinia. Um, yeah. And like, you know, all these little mini mansions, just like in a fun neighborhood, and you would just never expect anything like that to happen, but it can happen anywhere. Yeah, man. man, man mental health don't have no boundaries. Mental health is, and, and man, you could be living Beverly Hills, <laughs> and I'm sure they don't think that, that'll happen there, and they, I'm sure it will. Yeah, but I just think that it, we, pretty much everything is mental health nowadays. They label everything as mental health. No, people know what they're doing. They know between wrong and right. They're yeah. making a choice. I don't think that everyone is mentally sick. I mean, they're yeah. sick yeah. point. You know what I'm saying? But I think mm-hmm. it comes from like the hate in their heart and the evilness. I don't think that yeah. mentally they're all sick. I think that's just an excuse. Mm-hmm. 
that we're using and we're just like everyone, even like kids in school now, they're like, their grants and mental health things. <laughs> Isn't right. that crazy? Like, yeah. I remember my daughter, she was for school finished. She was like, well, mom, I think, um, you know, she didn't want to go to school. She was like, I need a mm-hmm. mental health day. I said, do you really? She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I said, well, if you feel that you should take a day off for your mental health, and I think we need therapy. We should talk to somebody. Let's talk to <laughs> professional. What's really going on? Right. Like, no, right. I don't that. I said, right, absolutely, you don't. You just wanted a day off. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they and, should probably, and they should probably, yeah, like you said, maybe they should rename it. It shouldn't be called a mental health day. It should just be like, man, I'm overworked, and I just need a day to re, uh, relax and get my mind back together. I'm sorry, I think we cut off there, but what were you saying? About no, I was saying, I was saying they should probably, they should probably just rename it. Then, like you know, yeah, I agree with you, especially when when it comes to school. But you know, I I think these kids today are dealing with something that we didn't. I mean, I mean. To me, I think we probably had it worse, but I think now with the whole social media thing, I think that's why they probably are dealing with more mental health stuff than we did, because I've never had to worry about being bullied. Yeah. You know, and we didn't have no social media, so I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a kid in a in time frame right now, so I don't uh, have stuff that, that they're doing right now, I don't even understand. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think it is... Uh lot different than when we were children. I mean, bullying was still around because I remember I was <clears throat> my accent when I was like in first and second grade. Mm. Like, literally, like, we're making fun of me. I I used to say jello instead of yellow, you know? Mm, mm. <laughs> so they would make fun of me just, you know, because the English is my second language. Right. So I was, you know, like, bullied, but it, it didn't, you know, it didn't like, I don't know, I just don't feel that I was like so weak where I let that like ruin me, you know, as an individual and like I didn't like go depressed because of that. Right. You know, I kept moving, but that's right. just who I was. A lot of people, I don't know. Like, I feel sometimes that a lot of these kids have been maybe coddled so much. Like, uh, yeah, that's a fact. Handed to them, everything is like they're so sensitive nowadays. Like, you have mm-hmm. no backbone. Like, okay, what mm-hmm. happened here? Where did yeah, drop the ball? that's a a fact because a lot of parenting has changed like you know i'm not i'm not saying that hey you need to whoop your kids or beat beat your kids but you definitely got to instill some type of toughness in them that's for that's for sure like uh, man if we would have been like they these kids out today like man we would have been screwed up a long time ago yeah yeah but then also i do know that even like growing up and seeing our parents how they dealt with their like marital issues i think a lot of it like swept under the rug where i know mm-hmm. kids now um say that at least they talk to people which okay i give them that now they want to seek therapy to talk these issues out about how they're feeling because they're not just they don't want to sweep things under the rug like we did or like our parents did you know mm-hmm. but i still think that you need to remain strong and know who you really are and you know, bullying is always going to happen. And those are like the worst stories because mm-hmm. you hear of like these kids committing suicide because they're bullied online or even yeah. like that is heartbreaking. Because mm-hmm. now the bullying can be 24 hours a day. Like back yeah. then, the bullying is probably just when you went to school or maybe just in your little neighborhood at the park. But now 
you can be a person that just stays in the house and you they are they going crazy on your social media and stuff like that and that's i also feel like that's what's leading to these young kids like you said on top of suicide but the also kids killing kids at a higher rate now because you know they get into a fight you lose the fight but it's posted everywhere so you a kid in california know you just got stomped out and everybody ragging on you and then instead of just letting it be you you come back to school the next day with a knife or a gun and you want to kill the dude because you felt embarrassed. Yeah. Hmm. So, crazy times. Yeah, we are living in crazy times. Scary times. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. I, you know, and it scares me. Like, I know when my first kid went into high school, that was something that I would, like, worry about. Like, you know, like, Lord, please don't let them go through anything crazy in school. Let them be strong mm-hmm. enough to handle their own, you know, let them know who you made them to be and who they are in you. So I try to instill those um, values into the children. And, you know, same thing with uh, my little one, Brooklyn, and, um, you know, like how high school goes, but I always, you know, like, remind her who she is in, in Christ and who God has made her to be. Like, he did not make a mistake when he made you. You know, now there's, you know, obviously, not only, like, are we seeing, like, bullying, but there's, like, confusion with, like, kids as young as 9, 10, 11, and what their sexual identity is. They're struggling with that as well. Yeah. To me, and and the sad part is that... doctors and school counselors and teachers are not even giving them or offering them the opportunity to go seek therapy, to go talk to an expert about how they're feeling, why there's so much confusion at this age, and even letting them grow, giving them the opportunity to grow out of it, but rather we're seeing them, we're praising them, not me, but people are praising them like, okay, you know who you are, yes, if that's who you are, you are uh you were born to be a boy, even though you're a girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're not really let, giving them time to grow out of this because people go through phases. Mm-hmm. And when, and as a child, come on, I remember my daughter who wanted to be a fancy naked lady at like three, four years old. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, really, that's what you want to be a fancy naked lady? Let's go dance outside. <laughs> out in the balcony in, in her undies. And I was like, go ahead, you're a fancy naked lady. Oh my gosh, you're a fancy naked lady again. You know? Yeah, but, and that's what it takes sometimes. Yeah, but you know, they there's so much confusion as a kid. They're trying to find themselves at 9, 10, 11. They're seeing, you know, they're easily influenced by like what they're seeing on TV, on social media. And... Yeah, especially these days, which is kind of I feel like it's kind of making them making them want to explore and do that even more. Like I was um at my sister's house and I was just um I just to keep my son entertained while we was having like grown folks conversations or whatever. So mm-hmm. I just sat back and I kind of like zoned out for a second. I was and I started watching a cartoon, and it was it's a Disney cartoon, and um they got transgender superheroes on there. I'm like this, like turn this off. You're like you know what I'm saying? My son's sitting here. He gonna be confused on why there's a, a quote unquote man wearing a female cat costume, sounds like a man, but then has boobs. Like man, oh. turn this off. Turn this off. Like this not for the babies. Don't you don't need to be impressing 
two, three, four year old kids on this type of lifestyle. Like, let them be at a certain age where they they can kind of at least know what the hell is going on. You know what I'm saying? Because now you gonna you gonna have him confused talking about so so dad why you why you don't have breasts? Because I'm a man, dude. Like that's why I don't have no breasts. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's 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 getting it's getting crazy. Like I said, to each his own. I don't I, I don't knock anybody. Right. I, I, if that's what you want to do and that's your life, then that's cool. But don't right. don't put that off on the on these babies like that. Let let them get to an age where they they can decide for themselves. Like man, because even mentally, hell, you probably not even mentally fully there until you're like in your twenties. So I mean, but at the once you hit eighteen or twenty twenty one. And you want to decide to go that route, then oh, by all means, do you. But man, stop putting this off on these kids, man. Yeah, yeah, it's such perversion that they are feeding our little ones, the children. And like you said, you know, people are gonna do what they want to do at the end, but give a child the opportunity to at least process everything that they're seeing to have a conversation with a professional as to why they're feeling confused, where it's stems from a lot of times it may stem from sexual abuse or mm-hmm. you know what i'm exactly. saying exactly and, and now you're hiding the spread of diseases because you're bouncing back and forth one minute you have a sex with a man the next minute you have a sex with a woman and that all this back and forth stuff and now all you're doing is making hiding the risk of catching a disease or std yeah yeah that is super sad. And yeah, like you said, you know, I don't knock anyone for being who they are. But please, you know, don't touch the children. People are going to decide what they mm-hmm. want to do as an adult. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, or like but, even to take it a step further about what you sent or what you posted earlier. And this is in, a, in Europe. But I mean, I'm sure it's not that far off from something being over here with the whole, well, yeah pedophilia is a, is a is a preference it's a there that's a choice and this and that we shouldn't treat them any different no yes we are that's sick you i don't care about your you know what you think man you you 30 years old you shouldn't be attracted to no 12 year old kid i don't care what nobody say yeah that that's a sickness <clears throat> and you know they were matching it under love is love at one point and because i seen mm. it years ago i i saw it coming it's on my post I'm not mm-hmm. surprised. I, I was, I'm actually like, well, what took so long? Because I was waiting on this for some sicko to say that this is a sexual preference and people mm-hmm. can't help the way that they feel. I already mm-hmm. saw it coming and it's so sickening and it's just disgusting. And, you know, the poor children. Like, mm-hmm. like okay, we're going to be okay with pedophilia now? Yeah. Like, our children are not safe at all anymore. Right, like you, you're gonna take their innocence away from them. You know what I'm saying? Because like they don't know no better. You know what I'm saying? They they young impressionable kids, and you yeah. you you at that point you you really taking their innocence away, and that's not cool. No, absolutely not. That makes me so sad. Yeah. So I, like I said, the whole situation for me, man. Like I say, to each his own. But it's just even for us, it's like now it's to the point where we get shunned if we don't even know. Like it's so they keep changing the goalposts and moving the goalposts so much that when we don't know, we get shunned for it. Like they want to be called him, her, she, they, them, the. <laughs> like, what? Is, I don't know anything about that, man. I am not doing all of that. <clears throat> I don't care. <laughs> and you no, know what I call me by gonna... my pronoun. I don't know what yeah. that is, man. Yeah, I don't know what you are. It's not my job to know what you are. <laughs> yes. 
you know, nor do I care. Leave me alone. And yeah, I know because that. because we, we have one at my job. We have one at my job now. And because um, it was kind of weird because uh, up front we had, um, they got a ladies' bathroom and then they had a male's bathroom. But it's so jacked up because they took the male's bathroom and they made that a, a gender neutral bathroom. And I know they did it strictly for this person. And uh, they, they, I think they're a person that's a man transitioning to be a woman. And then even uh, the receptionist that works up front, it, it kind of threw her off because the person came to work for orientation and they, no, 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 they came in for an interview, but they, was, they would look like a guy. So then they got the job and they came back for orientation and then he, he switched up. And then that day he decided to look like a woman. So he confused that confused the fuck out of everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now, you know, we one bathroom less short because he can't go in the woman's bathroom because then if they see him in there, they're going to freak out. He can't be in a man's bathroom because if a man walk in there, they're going to creep out and think it's a, a chick in there. So it's just, and then like now you could really tell that he, that he, he transitioning because he got the little, the little perky boobs and he's wearing earrings more and more. Like I, I speak to the person, I say, but then sometimes I got to catch myself because I would say, Hey, how you doing, man? But I was like, damn, should I be saying that? Cause I can get, would I get in trouble for saying that? Cause to me, when I see a, I see a man, I don't see a woman. Yeah, that that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Like I don't know what I would do. I'd probably just hey, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like <laughs> the ma'am or the man. Yeah. But that's so confused, confusing. But listen, there was that case of some individual. I guess he was a transgender. So he went into. He was locked up. He went into the. Oh, he got the ladies pregnant. And he got the two female inmates pregnant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought that was wow. But then there are wow. some other crazy situations where um, there was a case where one of this transgender man who transitioned into a woman, I guess, or who identified as a woman, went into like a female's locker room and ended up like sexually assaulting one of the girls in there. Mm -mm -mm. So... Right, because the thing is, they they still like women, but you like you still like women, and you call yourself a woman, but you still got a penis, bro. Yeah. So it's like that. That's weird. Like even all of this stuff is just weird. And like I said, I don't want to make it seem like we bashing people of that community, but I just want to. I just want some understanding. So it's like, hey, if we, if I, I don't mind having a conversation, talking to somebody, and getting their viewpoint, because I don't understand how. Okay. I feel like a woman, but you, how can you say you feel like a woman if you've never been a woman? You, that's kind of like disrespectful to actual woman to me. Like, right. oh yeah, I, I feel like a woman. You don't know what it's like to have a menstrual cycle every month. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> or whatever else comes along with doing that, you know? And then, so you got a person like Dwayne Wade's son, that's a, a boy that feels like he's a girl, but then his his, his the person that they date is is a, is a girl that looks like a boy realistically to me that's still a heterosexual relationship because it's it's you got you still got the penis and he still got the vagina so you're not about to have me and my and my, my young kids thinking that oh women have penises and men have vagina like we're not doing that no no i mean we need to just speak the truth to our children whether people mm -hmm. like it or not the facts, facts are the facts 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People are going to do what they want to do, but it doesn't always make it right. And it doesn't exactly. mean that we need to follow and believe in what it is that they do. Do we need to respect it? Absolutely. As people, we should respect it. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to agree with it. You're not going to change my beliefs or my values. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I'm sticking to it. Well, I respect you. Absolutely. Because as a human being, we're supposed to love one another. Mm-hmm. And But you're not going to change my opinion on that. And I've exactly. had a lot of conversations with like my friends and girlfriends about this. And they feel very strongly about, you know, they support the community, which is fine. You know, do what you want to do, but you're not going to change my mind in any way. Right. And, that, and that's the thing, right? Like you just said, yeah, I support them too, man. Like you said, because that's just what, as a human, that's what you're supposed to do. You're still supposed to have compassion and, mm-hmm. and love for those. But like I say, you can't, don't start flip-flopping and making people, hey, man, it's two genders. I don't care how you flip it, bro. It's two genders. Either you're a man or you're a woman. I don't, all that other stuff, I, I'm really, I'm not here for that. I'm just not. Like, you, you, y'all, y'all, this, this is nuts. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it, I mean, it brings forth a lot of confusion to the younger generation. I mean, even I'm confused. <laughs> like, what mm-hmm. do you want from me? <laughs> But, but even but look this this the crazy part i had finally had that conversation with my uncle that that's uh that's a gay man and he did he's he's lost it's a lot of stuff that he's like man i can't even keep up with all of this stuff that's going on he's like surgery people getting surgery that's kind of always been around it wasn't as big as it is now but he was like even with all these extra letters and and, and the acronym and a lot of and the pronouns, all this stuff that's going on, even he say he can't even keep up with it because he's just a traditional gay man. And yeah. like, ain't nothing, ain't no extra flamboyant stuff and nothing like that. He's just a traditional gay man. And like I say, even for him, he said he's confused and it's hard for him to keep up with everything that's going on. <laughs> he's like, yo, leave me alone. I don't got to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I'm like, man, I've always wanted to have that type of talk with him. And he appreciated it too. And I'm just like, man, I'm just trying to get some understanding. Yeah. Yeah. But he probably didn't even want any part of that. Like, <laughs> the pronoun. No, we would. No, else. we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it, he's like, it's just it's, it's just too much. Like, you don't need to do all of that. Yeah. And I know that they teach that now in, in college. I think it was when my son was in there. Um, he had a class where they had to introduce themselves and they had to give their pronouns. And he's like, man. Man. he's like, are you kidding me? My son's like, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. That's it, you know? But yeah, they're like, let us give us your pronouns. He, she, she. Like, I think um, I was just reading yesterday or saw like a video or something about JLo's daughter, Emmy. That's a daughter, right? I guess I'm not sure. I know she got the twin. They got she got twins, right? The boy and the girl. I think it's Zach mm-hmm. and Emmy, because mm-hmm. I think she named them after that cartoon. But um, okay, so Emmy, I think, was his daughter, so she identifies as they them. Wow. So that that means like so she's gender neutral or like what? Do, I don't even know what they them means. Does that mean you're a boy and a girl? I don't know. I should have done my research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not even sure when they'd be like, "Call me them and they." I don't even know what that means. Yeah, so maybe that's what it means. <clears throat> yeah, I I just saw that. I'm like, yeah, because look, they they 
And then they always got new names. What is it? Not binary, non-binary, cisgender, nonsense gender. I'm like, what is all of this stuff, man? Yeah, see, they can't be mad if we can't keep up. I, I am a man. I am a heterosexual male. You know what I'm saying? It's just that simple for me. I don't know about no nonsense man and sense man. I don't know that, man. Yeah, look at So what does it mean? Uses they, them pronouns. Someone who uses she, they pronouns may identify as both being a woman and non-binary. Or oh it could be gender fluid. Gender queer by gender or another identity. There's no tolerance. Mm. Wow. <laughs> even even for y'all community, like I, I talked to a lot of my wife's um, relatives and even her. This whole Latinx thing, she was like, man, I don't know what this is. Nobody, we didn't agree to nothing like that. And like the, even her family, they were like, man, I don't know what the hell no Latinx is. I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, what is Latinx? Somebody asked me, like, are you Latinx? I'm, I don't know. I'm like, you know, like a person of Latin American origin or descent used as a gender neutral or non-binary alternative to Latino or Latina. No, I'm definitely just Latina. I am not Latina. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah. I learned something new because I've seen that. Someone asked mm-hmm. me if I was and I was so confused. I'm like, huh? I'm like, whatever. No, I'm Latina. So now I know what that means. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> you know, it's like so unnecessary, honestly. Mm-hmm. Extra stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, I think that's pretty much wraps up our conversations. I know we got into this whole conversation about they, she, them, he, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's all that I had. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Media Launch Podcast. Please do not forget to, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast, the Media Launch, and follow on social media. It is the Media Launch underscore on Instagram and on Twitter. Facebook, I think it's DA Media Lounge. So, you thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope that you come back sometime soon. It was fun having you on. Um, it wasn't as boring for me because, you know, usually I'm like talking to myself. the last few episodes prior to March, I do interview people from time to time. I haven't been doing that either. I've just kind of been like taking a break with, you know, my daughter graduating and the events that we had for her, that Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays. I just needed to take time away from all of this, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm glad that I am back on. And thank you so much again for jumping on the podcast with me. I appreciate you. No problem, man. Anytime. All right, and I will talk to you later. Have a great night. All right. Ciao. You too. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>